This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I want you to know something, though, that, that it's very, very difficult, and I try to ignore Brittany if I possibly can and not even know she's here, except for she's wearing a coat today that has about 55 different colors on it. Thanks. I have another tennis date after work. Is that a tennis date? Is Feel that, it. That it. Feel it. It's like... Oh, God. Yeah, is, I know. Is that real peacock? <laughs> it's like like macrame, but it's, I don't know. That's solid. I know, but it's really airy. I really like it. So what 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 do you call that fabric? I don't know. I think it's like weaved. It, yeah, it looks weaved. It's yes. all holes. So it's like a shirt without having a shirt on because it's going to be really hot out there. So, And so then I'll take that off to play tennis. You're actually going to play tennis today? Yeah. I didn't know you were a tennis player. I play tennis probably at least once a week. Oh, do you? You can't tell with all those backhanded compliments she gives? <laughs> yes, yeah, backhanded. I'm getting used to it around here, I'll tell you that. That's the deal there. Baby. <laughs> Your backhanded compliments. You damn right. You can't handle my forehand. All right, here's the... Really? Oh, God. <laughs> Forecast first alert today and due, uh, tonight due to poor air quality, due to smoke from fires in Canada. Uh, yeah, it's going to be smokier than hell later on today. And then tomorrow, I guess, uh, we'll see how it goes. But typical Canadians, nothing but trouble. That's all I'm saying. Are we still saying that they are the problem? Is that it is Canadian wildfire. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Well, you're still, that's still the problem. That's, that's what they're saying. Northwest Canada, they're get still your, on fire. Get your act together, Canada. That'd be good. We would you, like that. You've been a pretty good neighbor for a long time. Yep. But lately, lately, it's been rough. Love Canada, no question. Heat is still on the way for the weekend and much of next week. Today, breezy and much cooler with areas of smoke. Partial sun, a high of 74. Tonight, clear. Areas of smoke, the low of 57. Warmer and more humid on Friday, mostly sunny with high of 83. And then Saturday and Sunday, 91 and 93. Sunny, hot, and humid both days. So the weather's looking pretty good. But remember, yesterday, oh, by the way, it's mostly sunny in 61 right now. They were insisting all day yesterday, oh, it's going to rain in the afternoon, it's going to rain. And we said on this show, it's not going to rain. We had that discussion. The only place they said it was going to rain was a couple of local TV stations. Yeah. The rest of the country didn't agree with that. Wouldn't you kind of balance your opinion against everybody else's? I don't know, right? I would no, think this weather game could be intense. You would think. Um, are you going to tell us about the boat? Yeah, one of the boat yesterday, the whole family was there, uh, a bunch of really, really nice people. Uh, families showed up on the deal. It was a very, very family-oriented night because my whole family was there, and there were whole, entire families of some advertisers there, husbands and wives, and... It was very, very pleasant. Uh, the weather turned out to be perfect because it was very sunny and nice little breeze blowing. And then the cloud cover came, which because it got hotter than hell there for a minute. Yeah. But the cloud cover came. No, it was a beautiful trip. Very nice. Everybody in my family got to drive the boat for a while, Ooh. which I didn't do because I'm like, hey, it's your job. I'm not doing that. Who had the most yacht-themed attire? Probably me. You you were committed to the yacht look? Because I, I wore long pants. Yeah. Which, you know, it's very yacht like. Yeah. That is yacht like. You're absolutely right. But no, it, it was a very, very pleasant day. Bernie did a hell of a job. He was kind of running the show, and Pat Eberts was there, and Rob O'Brien was there. It was very, very nice. That's awesome. And then you, Andy gave the best description of the boat. What did he say? Andy said, This boat is like somebody took a four, four bedroom house and put it on floats. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's true. Like, uh, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's gorgeous. It is really. Well, I mean, we sit there toward the back, you know, the yeah. back of the boat, and you look down the hole. It literally looks like you're in a house. I There's know. No question. I, I felt like such a fraud every time like people would excitedly wave because I've excitedly waved at big boats. Oh yeah. I waved back, but I wanted to be like, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> this, I don't know why I'm I here. I listen. <laughs> no, that's great. No, it was very, it was, it was every single person on the boat. And there was a young couple that are getting married on October 1st. I don't know <gasps> if they want their names revealed, so I won't reveal their names. Um, are they, uh, they're broadcasters, uh, I mean, they're sponsors, sponsors, kids. Yeah. I talked to their parents and they're oh, very excited. Yes. You didn't meet her though, did you? No, I didn't because they weren't there. Their parents were there. They were there last night. She looked about 14 and he looked at about 15 or 16. Isn't that wild? They're like 
30. You're like, are you <laughs> legally allowed to get yeah. married? Should God. we be, I know. I feel that way with drivers as well. I'll see these kids yeah. driving yeah. and they'll be like 25 and I go, no, there's no way. I know. Well, I, I think, I can't remember what they exactly said, but they were either, they were somewhere between 25 and 30 years old. And I swear to God, I would have thought she was about 15. Mama Bear of them, uh, that couple is really excited and we both yeah. agreed they better start procreating right now. Yep. Well, not now. Nope. You can wait till you October first. Might go. as well get the bump going in the in the yeah. in the dress. Who Shotgun cares? wedding. Yeah. Right. There you go. You got six weeks to plan it. Oh, you know what? <laughs> be great. You know, it's not going to be change your body all that much. Just get a little bit of a. Did you? Do you have you met her? Oh, she. Oh, she would be showing right away. She does not have one ounce of fat on her oh, body. Dang. Um, she's in must, very tall and slim. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> her heart works really well. Like it's it really nice. Took me a while. It was so annoying when I was pregnant. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so big." Everyone's like, "You look exactly the same." Like, <laughs> Death. Well, that'll happen. That'll happen. No, it, 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 the whole thing from from a lot of listeners. Boy, there are a lot of listeners on that boat last night. That's awesome. Wonderful. Yeah, it was great. Like I said, I'd like to complain about one thing, but there's nothing to complain about. It was fantastic. It's a late night. It was that, yeah, If there's one complaint, just getting to sleep finally about 11 o'clock is a that's little a, late. That's a late night, but mm -hmm. it, especially because you're all wired from the fun, all the... Yeah, and you take the THC, which means when you wake up, you're still tired as hell yeah. from yeah. THC. So yeah, you walked in here without pants, and me and Rudy were like, Tom, Tom, I don't think you're up yet. Put your pants on, <laughs> yeah. Tom. Yeah, Brittany was wearing them, though. That's the that's weird part so about weird. it. Like on the show, <laughs> she wears the pants on the show. It's absolutely yeah, true. Yeah, for sure. No question about it. But yes, I can't, I'd like to say one negative word, but I can't. It was beautiful. Uh, I will tell you something. We got there early to make sure, because I was warned that the traffic on 36 yeah. going uh, north is a bitch if you catch it at the wrong time. So we, we went before the traffic guy. That, that we ran into zero traffic all the way up there. That's awesome. Because we left at about 2.15, something like that. We went to Lolo. You guys ever eaten at Lolo, either in Hudson or in Stillwater? No, was it good? Fantastic. What kind of food is it? Uh, you know, it's like diner. Well, I don't know. It's not really diner food. I guess kind of a steakhouse diner food kind of combo. Like Americana esque. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Their their French fries are phenomenal. Maybe the best French fries I've ever had. Actually, a meal in Stillwater and then a boat ride. I know. It's a, it's a life. It's all true. Catherine having a ball. It's so funny about her. She's one of those people when she has one drink. Goof. She doesn't get drunk, but she's goofier she's than hell goofy. for the rest but of the she, night. That's what people don't know about her. Okay, so you see Catherine, and I remember being, I'm going to be very honest here, this is a safe space. I was a little scared of Catherine. Oh, yeah, everybody is. Because she, like, she's got amazing posture. She has really those eyes that are like, if you lie to me, I'm going to know. <laughs> and so I was a little that's bit nervous. Yeah. I was actually nervous around Alex, too, because her and I are close in age, and I didn't yeah. want to, like, you know. So when I met them all through you, and I'm sure... You know, you're bringing this at the time. I was like, 22-year-old. You're like, come on the podcast and meet the family. I was like, they're going to hate me. Like, I just... And they did. That no, was right. I was like, they're going to hate me. But I remember thinking, Catherine, like, she... Her and I have nothing in common. You hang out with her. She's got a lot of goof in her. She does. She's a goofball. There's no question about that. So you get one drink in her and kind of like a free yes. spirit kind of situation. Yep. She is pure goof. I, I, most people take two or three to get them started. No, she literally has one drink, and all of a sudden, she's goofier than a sunbitch. She giggles. She She's saying inappropriate things, talking about who's, like, you know, like telling me backstories of who's dated who. I'm loving life. Oh, I'll sit next God. to Catherine all, all day long. She might be one of my favorite people to be near at a party because she's warm and funny. It's kind of why I love her. I would, you could see that coming. If though. you wouldn't have, I would have tried to shoot my shot with her. I would have tried to ask her out. Yeah, there you go. But that's the deal. Well, I you're the same height, so that's good. <laughs> yes, we'd, this, be, we'd be a power couple. You're both seven feet tall, so that does help. <laughs> no, she. I could see her having a, la a lovely time on the yacht. Oh, she did. There's no question about it. That's fun. They, they all did. Everybody, every single person on that boat yesterday had, a, had just a ball. The people who work on the ship, fantastic. I was telling Alex, because Alex was like, well, what are we going to do? Whatever. I go, just don't worry. You get so many snacks. Anytime that you oh, yeah. think you're going to be like, what oh, do yeah. we do now? Though someone will hand you another snack. I, if I had had a pocket, which I didn't, yeah. 
Yeah, the pockets on my pants are small. I would have literally dumped all those M&Ms into my pockets. I was just going to say, don't ever try to start a diet the week you're going on the Mimi. Because it's just everywhere you turn, yeah, there's always a, there's a bowl of M&M's <laughs> or some Chex Mix. or a, Then, then the, the, uh, the hors d'oeuvres that come out. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, I'm telling you, man, it was, it was a wonderful time. But again, it was management. It was you know, co-workers, my family. Bernie sent me photos of your guys' crew. Did Bernie let you finish your sentence when he sent them to you? No, he said, please interrupt Tom immediately yeah, and tell him that these photos came. All that's, right, cool. That's what I, oh, so Bernie sent them over? Yeah. Or did Pat Eberts? Bernie did. No, Bernie did. Because Pat sent me like 17. Uh, Pat, calm down. Pat takes a lot of, he, Pat reminds me of my Aunt Peg. Yeah. Takes a lot of photos when you don't know you're, he's taking them. Yeah. Pat's photos, though, you usually get half of someone's face. Yes. You're like, yeah, where, were you, where were you pointing this, Pat? I don't know if I, did I, what the hell did I do with my phone? Probably left it in the car. That's great. We'll find it with your watch during the break. Uh, it's in the car, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, I was gonna because he sent me a bunch of photos, but I didn't look at them. Yeah, they're cute. So I was gonna. Oh, so you saw his photos too? Yeah, they're super cute. Oh yeah, Pat's too. Ross was there too. Yeah. Who yeah. I saw yeah. on Sunday night, and he's just a mensch of a man. I love love him. Yeah, have you met Ross, Tom? Yeah, yeah. Have you? yeah, he's great. Yeah, you'll definitely. Yeah, you'll be hanging out with him next Saturday. He's awesome. The best. Forget it. I told him not to come. <laughs> now he and I have talked quite quite a bit last night. He's a great guy. Yeah, really, really good guy. What I liked about him is he keeps referring back to things that happened in the past, when he was just like a listener. I know he's a big fan. Yeah, he is. He's just a, it was very nice of him. Let me put it that way. In any case, so uh, as we move through our day, it's kind of a weird news day in that basically it's just about you know things. Laws getting put into place and boring stuff is what I'm saying, basically. And for about the 15th day in a row, this headline has appeared. Ego's coming out with a special booze that pairs with waffles. That's been in the news for like two weeks now. You know what? As an alcoholic, I do appreciate morning drinking, but Mm -hmm. this seems aggressive. You know, I never could do that. I couldn't. I tried a couple. I could never drink in the morning. I was big. I was big on waking up at a party and getting everybody at the party to, like, drink with me on a Sunday. Yeah. But, like, masked and, like, oh, we're going to have fun. We're going to play games. But I just wanted to not be hungover and, like, face that hangover on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. You have to sit in your hangover for a little while. Mm -hmm. You should. It's good for your your soul to be like, I did this to myself. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of may help you make the decisions you're going to make that day. Yeah. I just saw a headline, and I'm not going to read this story because it's too depressing. Would you use an AI life coach? Google is working on one. If we don't let it go with this AI thing, we're going to destroy the earth. Do that they is, know that? You're right. That is the bleakest headline I've it's ever terrible. heard. terrible. We're going to take now advice from AI? Yeah, you're going to have even less of a personality or skin in the game. I don't know. Have you met an actual life coach before? They're not, <laughs> probably not as good as the... And not any better than the AI, I would imagine. Well, at least they're human, though. At least they you are. They're breathing. We need more human interaction. We do. Uh, it's getting bleak. I feel like sometimes I go, whoa, when's the last time I talked to a human? I'll like, look at Gogo and just ask her, will you like, try to communicate with me? <laughs> so I don't, no. need an, I don't need an AI in my life. Between her, yeah, between that it. and the Roomba, I'm like, I haven't talked to a person in days. AI was invented by human beings. Yeah. So human beings would include all the faults that human beings have in AI. Absolutely. Which means they're going to take advantage. AI will take advantage of you like you wouldn't even believe if you let that in your life. Well, the funny thing about AI, they've done all these studies, right? And I, you know, I'm going to really paraphrase some of this that I've read, is that it grabs most things from the internet, right? Mm-hmm. Which we know can be the worst of the worst place. No doubt. They've made so many AIs where they had to like shut it down because it was like extremely racist or sexist yeah. because it it, gra- it 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 generalizes everything because its job is to generalize, make groups and use, you know, use that information to convey something. So they have had all these studies where like, oh, we had to shut that one down. That one yeah. became like Hitler <laughs> Jr. Like they get crazy. No, I understand. Look, the first one that I noticed as a kid, and it's many, many years ago. Well, I guess I wasn't a kid. I was a young man at the time. But these people that have decided that they they need to take race on as their thing in their life, they're going to tell you all about race and all the rest of it. What you don't understand is racism is based on judging people by their skin color, good or bad. Yeah. 
But see, if you want to just talk about all the way that people have been treated like horrible and blah, 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 you have to put the bad in with the good or you don't really care. Yeah. You're just trying to make yourself look better. So all you people out there go, oh, I'm on the side of the black man in America. Today. No, you're not, because you don't know a damn thing about them. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense to you, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I also think it's so important to talk to communities specifically, and we don't have to break it down by race, and you've agreed with this all the time, is that yeah. it's a community thing, and we... I've been out of those communities for a while, and you have to talk to those communities to figure out what they need. Like, I can't, I can't pretend to know our guests. Yeah, but not only what they need, what are they all about? Yeah. See, if you look at somebody because their skin color is only somebody who needs something, that's not a good image. Totally. You're right. And that's what we do. It's like, what do you need? It's like, yeah, well, not only that, what can you contribute? What, do you, what makes you happy? You know, I, I don't want to know just what you need. Yeah, everybody needs help. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. But what about the other stuff? I think, hey, write down this date and time. I agreed with Tom. Yeah, for once. Jesus. How did, it's not even Christmas. <laughs> I checked my watch just now. Now, that's the thing about human beings that I just cannot stand. It's like they see one side of an issue and yeah. they think they're experts. You're right. It's like, no, you're not an expert in any way, shape. You have no idea what the hell you're talking about, actually. Yeah. So go back into Whispering Oaks and shut the hell up. What do you think? Wait, you live in Whispering Oaks? Hot damn. What's up, white lady? Yeah, way to go. Whispering Oaks. <laughs> Whispering Oaks, Brittany. That's her new name. Oh, well, what are you going to... Oh, this is good to, good to know. My watch just reported to me. I'm having trouble with the connection. Please try again later. Mm -hmm. uh, it's because your phone's yeah. not in here. My phone's yeah. not in here. That's why. Oh, that's, that's what it is, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah, here's what we're going to do. Let's actually try to work together... Because that's what the elimination of racism is all about, is working together, not you thinking you need to protect someone because apparently they're not strong enough to protect themselves. And we can all gather at Whispering Oaks at Britney's Whispering house. Whispering Oaks at Britney's Can't house. wait. I exactly can't. Right. Mm -hmm. Whispering Oaks. Oh, gosh. Whispering Oaks. Wasn't it, isn't it what's 925 Lilac Drive? Isn't that where it is? You're Spot whispering. on. <laughs> uh, I did get nervous because some of those numbers do work. So I had a Whoops. moment going, to uh -oh. okay, never, never mind. I meant 917 North Lilac Drive. That's Nailed what I meant. It. I was literally like, are you trying to get, oh, no, never mind. I get what you're saying. God, I drove into that parking lot about a month ago just because I haven't been near that building in decades, a couple of decades. Man, there's some great memories coming out that back door of that building. I know. Oh, God. I love that. That's a good area, too. I remember one time, though, I walked out of the building, and the guy put a gun to my head at that back door back there. It's like, what are you doing? No! He wanted to discuss something with me. He wanted to make sure I was paying attention. He never did threaten me other than putting the gun to my head. I think that's a threat. That's pretty much a threat. I think threat. that is uh, past verbal at that point. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to pull the trigger, right. but I want you to no, know. That's true. That's exactly what it was, that's too. That's terrifying. Did you, how did your heart, did you feel like it calmed, you calmed down in that situation, or did you freak no, out? No, I did. I absolutely calmed down. I've had a gun put to my head before, so it's not that it's something I like, but at a party when I was 16, a guy was drunk and walked up and put a gun, and he actually pulled the trigger. There's no bullets in it, get it? I was like, oh, so you're drunk, and you know there are no bullets in it, and you pull the trigger while it's pointed at my head. Oh, my God. Thank God there were no bullets in it, but, ah, you know, booze hound, how does he know? Oh, my God. Yeah, there's been a lot of that kind of stuff. It's just been, a, people can get really weird. I don't know if you ever noticed that or not. That is, that's terrifying. Well, the guy's dead now, so piss on him. Did he go to jail? No, no, I never, I never reported him. He, what? He, he thought it was a joke. He literally thought it was it. He was a good friend of mine. Tom, this story's insane. I'm telling you. Was he a good friend after that? See, here's another example of what I'm saying. I don't know what it's like to live out in Whispering Oaks, and they don't know what it's like to live on Plymouth Avenue. They think we're all the same. We are not all the same. Did you? Were you still friends with that guy after that? Oh, yeah. Thomas Bernard. You get used to being No, like, you need higher standards for your BFF. Psychopath high school. Oh, God. That kind of deal. All right, we've got to take a break here. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, on MyPillow's 20-year anniversary, with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regular price, $69.98, now only $19.98, and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. 
in addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows. You'll also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow's history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. Each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll out the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. We'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snow. Snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. Do you know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day? Hi, I'm Dr. Adam Schatzko with MNFatLoss.com, and I know the secret. Our unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no surgery, and no hypnosis, go online to MN. Fatloss.com. Tom here for MNFatLoss.com. As you may know, I started the program earlier this year for 60 days, then spent several weeks in the maintenance phase, and now I'm back on the program. I've lost 30 pounds, and I feel great. I don't have to exercise. I eat delicious real food, and I'm not hungry. I recommend the program to anyone wanting to lose weight. Many patients lose 20 to 30 pounds in about a month or two. For your free private weight loss consultation, call 763-312-7600 or schedule online at mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Dr. Adam Schatzko, DC. Results may vary. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. I joined the Dollar Shave Club last year. Anybody heard of this? Yeah. It is amazing. It's now where somebody comes and shaves you for a dollar. That'd be nice. Uh, They send you razors in the mail. I like it because it's cost-effective, and I am a Jew. But the reason I joined... The reason I signed up is actually because it's a service for men. Yeah. So I figured, like, well, hey, anything that's made to be put on a man's face is the perfect thing to put you know where. Because <laughs> I'm going to put that on a man's face, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, Rena Calm, how you doing, Rena? Hello, good morning. Okay, Rena, we already have a problem in that I'm looking at your picture, and you have yes. a look on your face in that picture that somewhere two, three generations ago, you and I were married and you're still judging me. That's all I have to say, Rena. Well, uh, I haven't done my past life version of therapy yet, but I guess I'm mad at you starting right away. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's exa- You got yeah. that look. You got the look like, Tom, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm here to tell you, Tom. So how have you been? Everything good? Uh, yeah, I just woke up at a beautiful rest stop in Iowa and getting ready to start my day. If you hear the sound of trucks in the background, it's because I'm calling from home. Not a problem. 
Not a problem at all. We love it, as a matter of fact. So you're in town tomorrow night and Saturday night at Camp R, right? Yes. Camp? Yeah, I love that place. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know what? It's getting bigger and bigger. They're doing a, well, they've always done a good job, but it's getting, yeah, they're doing really well. Laugh Camp Comedy yeah, this Club. Is the first time I've gotten to talk to you. I've been there a few times now, so we must be moving on up in the world, huh? I don't know. Nobody ever asked me if you could be on or not before, so blame it on them, not me. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I just want to find. You know what, Tom? I just woke up and I am looking for the first person to get mad at. That's yeah. me. I'm telling you, it's me. I got no problem You're with that, Rena. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I'm looking. She's still staring at me from the page. I'm just telling you. She's got the look That's in her eyes. That's called a good photograph. You want to lock eyes with the viewer, you know, yes. make them feel yes. terrified. I don't know. <laughs> no, you're absolutely. Where are you from originally? Uh, I grew up in Massachusetts, but I started uh. comedy in Chicago. So I'm kind of, and, and I currently, when people ask me where I live, I say I live in the moment and nobody wants to talk to me. Uh, <laughs> but. That's a good one to know. If I'm well. not feeling social at a party, I might use that, Rena. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can always just make a new moment, walk away. Yes, uh, <laughs> perfect. So, Rena, one yeah. of the things we're doing is that, that I was on a morning show for 37 years, and that so we built it on comedy, there's no question about that, having comedians on because nobody else would. And now we're going to get back to that. If it were up to me, I would have two or three comedians a day on every day. I, oh, sure. It's my favorite thing. I love that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I I guess I'm kind of take for granted how lucky I am that I get to hang out and chat with like the funniest people I've ever met. But we're also, you know, not always fun. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here. That is the you truth, know. Rena. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, it's a uh, I just like people in general, so I think that the truth is funny and people are funny, so I'm never bored. You know what? You're the first comedian I've met in my life, and I've known about seven billion. I'm the first one that says, I like people. <laughs> yeah, okay, Rena. Yeah, uh-huh, I mean, sure you do. <laughs> I mean, I think that they're funny. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, okay. That, yeah, okay. I think that they're amusing. There's no shortage of, I don't like all people, but I like everybody that comes to my shows until they start talking, and then I'm like, mm, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess. I like the idea of people. <laughs> the idea of people. Well, you know what, Rena, I'm right there with you. I like the idea of people. Now, once they complete their task, maybe then I'll like the people. Well, I make the task really easy. I do the work. People just have to laugh. Good. So I like, yeah. I like laughing people. That's how, I'll leave it at that. I like people that are laughing. I do, too. I'm telling you, I, no matter. Unless, unless I'm mad at you, Tom, and then Maybe wipe that smile off your face. How'd you're you sleeping know? on the couch tonight. I okay. told you. I told you you're staring at me. Because how'd you know I was smiling? You knew. I knew you were staring at me. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. Now I I, I do. I, it, to me, comedy is everything in life. They've got all this other people. You, yeah, we've talked about this on the show before. You tune in the news and all you do is get sad or depressed or pissed off. And but you got to have comedians on. I'm just telling you. You have to. Yeah. Well, the fun thing about comedians is that we get sad or pissed off or depressed at anything. Yes. And then we overcompensate by laughing really hard at the end of the day, you know? Or the beginning. Again, that was like the Dollar Shave Club joke, bright and early. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. So now you're in Iowa right now, you said? Yeah, uh, I I always try to go to the this um, bakery in Iowa City mm-hmm. when I'm passing through. I have these little stops that I'm like really attached to sure. on my travels now, and a lot of people assume that I book my travel around my comedy shows, but I really book my comedy shows around where my favorite sandwiches are. Mm. Mm, um, good call. So, if you're in yeah. if you're in Iowa, Rena, I'm going to be down there. I think I got shows in December. I'm going to be. I, I always want to say, is it Lucky Cat? Is that the one that's in Iowa City? Oh, yeah. Lucky Cat's great. That's okay. in uh, Cedar Rapids. Cedar, Cedar Rapids. Rapids, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you got yeah. any suggestions for uh, Cedar Rapids? Honestly, uh, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lucky that worked. Cat. Lucky Cat is my suggestion for Cedar Rapids. Okay. I had so much fun there. I mean, I think like my problem with Lucky Cat, as far as being able to tell you anything else, is that we had so much fun hanging out that by the time we were done, everything was closed. Oh, sure. So... Yeah, if you're, so long as you're with the people at the club, you'll be having a good time. And I think there was also, like, a Polish festival when I was there, so I didn't get really a good grasp on local um, local places. But I'm in uh, Cedar Falls, Iowa tonight, so it made sense to be near Iowa City, and yeah. 
making my way up the whole Mississippi. I drove from New Orleans. I was in New Orleans last weekend, and I'm driving all the way up the river to get to St. Paul this weekend. Did you stop in Hannibal, Missouri, and say hello to Mark Twain? Um, I did drive right through Hannibal. I, I, I sent my best. <laughs> he honest, I'm not kidding you, Rena. He stands on the shore of the Mississippi River, and he's all dressed up in his you know little tie and yeah. his white suit, and he's there every day. I'm here. To he's tell committed. You. That's you know they say people don't want to work. <laughs> there he is. It's very true. Yeah. Did you uh, did you come up 35 all the way through uh, Miss, uh, Missouri and Iowa? Um, honestly, I think it was 55. I, I, I honestly went into a little bit of a road zone about it. I uh, yeah. Yeah. my Google Let's, map. Yeah. And Rena, the real question is, what are you getting at this bakery? I want to know that. Oh, there my God. Go. So the Bread Garden Market in Iowa City, this is not a great plug for St. Paul, but the Bread Garden Market, they have a huge amount of fresh baked delicious bread loaves that I I'm going to be gorging on all weekend. Um, if anybody needs a sourdough loaf, hit me up. I'm stopping by there later. And uh, they just have a really great little kitchen there. And I'm vegan, so that makes traveling uh, around the Midwest. or and it, New Orleans is actually the worst. I think New Orleans uh, doesn't do that at all. No, it's all meat. So, yeah, and it's also like the kind of meat that has like claws. And, you know, it's not yeah. like... <laughs> So, yeah, um, I get, I guess, particularly attached to anywhere that has, like, a really great vegan dish. And they've got one of my favorite salads in the country. So, uh, But St. Paul also has, what's that, Pizza Luce? Oh, um, Pizza Luce is really good. Yeah, they have really good vegan pizza, too. So, yeah, I already know what I'm eating all weekend. <laughs> nice. I don't know what jokes I'm telling, but I have my meals planned. <laughs> no, I have to ask you a question because, so you're a vegan, okay? Yes. Mostly. But you live in a fully converted van. Isn't it hard to be a vegan and live in a van? Sure. I mean, you yeah. got to track down some chow here once in yeah. a while. That's got to be tough. I think it'd be yeah. hard to be anything and live in a van. I think right. it'd be hard yeah, to be a vegan. Yeah, all of this is hard. <laughs> yeah. In a house, it'd be hard I mean, to be. Honestly, I'm really thrilled that I'm back up in the Midwest right now because after just like a couple of days, I was staying with friends in New Orleans. But, yeah, once you got south of, I don't know, Memphis, there's no way anybody's sleeping in a van comfortably down there right mm. now. So um, I usually don't sleep in the van. It's usually just for like travel oh, weeks oh. like this. It's, I'm usually staying with friends or... They have made a really nice hotel up there in St. Paul this weekend. Um, so if the vans are rocking, please knock on the window. See who's in there. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like that's happened before. Yeah, no, it hasn't. <laughs> no, thank you. That's good. By the way, i got to mention, we're talking to Rena Calm, ladies and gentlemen. She will be at Life Cam Comedy Club, 490 North Robert Street in St. Paul on Friday and Saturday. Also, her album Calmedy, C-A-L-M-E-D-Y, was released last summer, was number one on all the big comedy charts. What do you think of that? Uh, that's right. Proud of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a pretty inappropriate joke about Mark Twain on there. I Whoa. don't think it's on the track list, but our, uh, something something that rhymes with meet me in St. Louis, if anybody looks it up. But, yeah, don't play it around any kids or anybody with a... Yeah, maybe that's a dinner time comedy. <laughs> do we do we go from meet me to eat me? Is that what we do? Yeah, I didn't okay. know if I could say that on the air. It seems like you know, I'm used to doing all these prim and proper shows. I actually, I honestly, <laughs> I struggle to really understand what is dirty anymore because yeah. it seems like some places that used to be like no swearing are just like yeah, you can say literally anything about sex. Just don't challenge our politics or ideas. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, Rena, I feel that. I was at a baby shower last weekend, and I feel like I did not feel the vibe out right. <laughs> and I ended up telling a really inappropriate story, and my family hasn't talked to me since. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I feel like it's really added some time to my day. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Sometimes that helps you find who you're not going to talk to, and it, that helps you find the right people to. I don't. Think, how can anything be inappropriate when we're talking about like somebody's about to give birth? You I know. know what I, mean? I like, know, right? Yeah. And I hang out here, and then I hang. You know, I've. I we talk about everything, so I don't really think twice about it. And then I go, oh yeah, maybe that wasn't the crowd. 
Yeah. I kind of am more, I feel like, of a people watcher when I'm out in the world until it's showtime because even at the merch table, I have, like, a really nice merch display that I have at all my shows where I sell my book and I have a very inappropriate mug that I can say it on here. I can tell it says, don't talk to me until I've had my orgasm. Sip, sip. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So I have... Okay. I have... um, I have those. I've got some shirts. I've got all kinds of stuff that I sell. And the merch display has gotten super elaborate because what I've learned about myself is that after I tell an hour of jokes, I can't talk to people. <laughs> I, yeah. like, yep. I can make somebody want to buy my merch for an hour and then they come up and I can say something uncomfortable within five minutes. So, yeah, mm. yeah I get it. <laughs> You know what we're going to have to do, Rena, and, and I'm very serious about this, because to, to have comedians back on the show was a huge thing for me, because there were a couple of years there that there was nobody around, it was COVID, and it was this, and it was that, and then, of course, oh, I know. We got to, everybody got to judge what was funny and what was not, and, oh, that's inappropriate. Comedy's always inappropriate, that's why it's comedy. Leave yeah. me alone, Right. Well, comedy doesn't exist in a safe space, that's for sure. No. It's about pushing boundaries. I will say this, though. I mean, I don't ever want to make anybody uncomfortable. That's the opposite of what I'm there to do. Yeah. You know, I think some people, I think some comics, especially like edgelord comics, like shock jock, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think some kind of comedy, I, I, even, I don't even like to call it comedy, because I think the whole point of it is like making people uncomfortable and laughter is a response that happens sometimes when people are uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And so I don't like to rely on that. Like I have actual jokes and stuff like that. And I also, you know, I agree with you that like it's nothing's off limits in the sense that no topic is off limits so long as it's funny enough. But a lot of comics will just go for the rough topic without actually being funny. So you know, you know. I'd like to point out though that you talk about why well, don't you know do attack comedy and go after people. I told you you're staring at me right now, and I'm very nervous. It's your fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I'm sorry about my eyeballs. Yeah. I'll, uh, As I'll one try should. To be like a. I'll just tell everybody I'm blind from now on and wear glasses. No, no, and... no. It's the smirk more than anything. It's the eyes and the smirk. So yeah, you're gonna have to wear a full mask, Arena. Uh, That's the only solution. Yeah, I'm going to be the masked comic. Ooh! (laughs) Another one of those. There you go. (laughs) The unknown comic. I don't think they could do that. I don't think they could do that. And also, that's different about music, too, is that, like, with music, people can be like, oh, I want to go see, you know, rock or country or hip-hop or whatever, you know, electric. I got some Molly, and I want to see something with lights, you know? Mm -hmm. And then... With comedy, it's just like you just go see comedy. Yeah. And it could be anything. There's so many styles. Mm-hmm. But people, I don't know, like, I think that you should look up the comic you're going to see or just take a chance and be open-minded. But don't go to a show expecting a certain kind of comedy and then be wildly surprised if it's not what you thought because there's so many different styles. Well, even this morning I was up watching a couple of your clips, getting some audio together, and you did a, you mm-hmm. do a bit about alleys, about, you know, mm-hmm. like an, an alleyway. Like, in, a, in some c- cities have them, some cities don't. And your take on it, I thought, was, I was like, oh, I guess I never thought about it like that. And I just thought that was, like, such a great, insightful view that was just different than what other comedians would do. So my hat's off to you for your writing. Oh, thank you. I mean, I appreciate that very much because that's like one of my oldest jokes, too. Uh, and yeah, it's I have like a whole new hour that I've written since my album last year. And the next album is going to be called Renaissance. Uh, but we haven't like, <laughs> nailed down the date for that yet. Is and, that yeah, a, I mean, my hmm? is that also in your pun book? No, it's not. But no. yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm like. If you're looking at styles, I guess I'm pretty well known for puns and wordplay and stuff like that. So I do have a book of puns. That's one of the things I sell. And one of the things I happen to have right here in my hand, I don't know if you wanted to hear a little sample. Please. Uh, <laughs> I have some like appropriate pages bookmarked because this is definitely not for all ages. And also, uh, it's been sitting on my dashboard and it's like <laughs> the sun is affecting it. It's... This is a nice aged book I've got for you here, but 
being that I'm in Iowa, I'll say that this farmer is wasted. Somebody better call the crops. What? <laughs> Tom is giving now me a death stare. Exactly. I'm like, so it's, it's all full circle. <laughs> I love a good pun, Rena. So. Oh, thanks. Well, this one, I, I feel like I can say on here. I'm never sure, but uh, <laughs> the unsuccessful snake charmer has a reptile dysfunction. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> He's still smart. He's still death staring me. No. So there's that. No, I love the fact that she was afraid to tell that joke because right? it's a reptile this far. Right? <laughs> See, reptile. now you're giggling. Yeah. Now you like no, it. No, I'm just saying I think it's a good joke. You I don't like to worry it. about that. Well, thanks, but yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, morning, it's, you know, maybe we're at the hours of the morning where it's like, you know, only truckers <laughs> getting ready for their day and people that aren't afraid i feel like i don't know once once you get past a certain hour it's like ah, oh, there's kids in the car why are they listening to tom's show i don't know um here this one you can tell the kids if you deliver indian food you're a courier you know what ah! maybe let's... <laughs> nothing wrong with that joke i like that joke yeah we have fun <laughs> um, we have fun don't you mean we have pun yeah, we do. We have pun. Uh, I'll say this because I'm excited about going to the bread garden market. That deli, even though I'm vegan, deli meat can always get action because it's great in bread. Hey, see now? Actually, a Minneapolis comic illustrated that one for me. I have a bunch of illustrations in the book as well from Chicago and artists. I've met around my travels, and that one happens to be a Minneapolis gal, Shelly oh. Paul. Hmm. Magnificent. Now, next time you come to town, you got to come in studio. Yeah, I would love to. I mean, yeah, I have to entertain the Waterloo region of Cedar Falls, Iowa tonight. Sure. So, yeah, taking my time getting up there. But everybody should come out this weekend to Laugh Camp. I don't know if I'll do in-person puns. Uh, I'll tell you what, I've got a batch of puns right now that are... I don't even know how to describe what I'm doing right now in my act, but it's... Uh, <laughs> Buckle up. Buckle up for some psychotic wordplay, folks. Works for me, ladies and gentlemen. Laugh Camp Comedy Club, 490 North Robert Street in St. Paul. Friday night, Saturday night, tomorrow and Saturday. Rena, calm. Rena, seriously, next time you're in town, you got to come in the studio. Will do. Thanks, Tom. Great meeting you on the on the horn here. On the horn, <laughs> Rena. We'll see you soon. Thank you. I just you. honked my horn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's I've so heard cute. she loves to honk horn. That's what I've heard. I've heard across this nation. She's fun. Very pleasant person. She we is. Like pleasant. We like pleasant at 730 in the morning. I want to see a picture of her van. Is it on her site? She lives out of a van. It's mm-hmm. impressive. But I, she doesn't sleep in it, though, so she doesn't really live out of it. I thought she does. Well, she, I thought she just said she doesn't sleep in her van. Uh, you know, usually the, the clubs on the weekends will put you up in a, in a right, hotel. Right. But I, I imagine that if she's just waking up at a truck stop. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was Yeah. Thinking. So probably, you know, maybe during the weekdays, not so much uh, sleeping at the hotels. But, you know, when you're on the road, it, would, wouldn't it just be so nice to just go, man, there's my bed right there. It's 10 o'clock. I've been driving for eight hours. I just want to lay down. And then just get eight hours of rest and wake up and hit the road again? I'm looking at Rena's picture again, and being the father of a daughter, I would say, Rena, don't ever fall asleep at a truck stop. You know what I'm saying? Is, That's the last place I'd like to see her fall asleep. You ever been around a truck stop at all? I mean, only Woo. to go to the bathroom, but... Good. Yeah. You never noticed the... What were they called? Lot lizards, I think. I was thinking them. in my head lot lizards, but yeah, I couldn't remember lizards. if that was very inappropriate. <clears throat> yeah. But it's a very used term. I love how all of a sudden today we're concerned about what's inappropriate. Well, I couldn't remember the origins. You know how sometimes you go, oh, lot oh lizard, yeah. yeah, like I go, oh, I do, but I, I know it's a commonly used term. I know it's not naughty, but like, yeah, it's not great. It's bleak. Um, it is bleak. Okay, Jeremy emailed us. He had a question for you. Oh yeah, okay. Jeremy said, morning, do me a favor and ask Tom what he suggests to order at Bar La Grasa going for the first time on Friday night before the Twins game, 33rd birthday celebration weekend. Oh, 33. Okay, you start with the soft eggs and lobster. Okay, it's yes. phenomenal. I'm, say, I'm actually writing this down for me as well because I've never been there, soft eggs Okay, soft eggs and lobster, you got to start with that. Okay. And the pastas are all great, but if you've never had red wine pasta, it's literally pasta that has been boiled in red wine. It's phenomenal. 
Uh, the desserts are great. Now, actually, everything there is really good, but you got to go with the soft eggs and lobster. And I would try the red wine spaghetti just because if you've never had red wine spaghetti before, because it's really, really a different take on pasta. It's really good. And then, uh, like I said, any dessert. They got the what, what, Crispell, I think it's called. It used, to, it used to be called Crispell. Delicious. You've done it again. You've made me hungry at 7.46 for lobster. How dare you? Lobster's pretty damn good. Oh, lobster's pretty damn good. I will tell you something, and I don't know who would take the championship. It would be Michael Bryant or my son-in-law, Dan. Those boys can put some lobster rolls down like you wouldn't believe. Like more than one lobster oh, roll? Oh, God. They could, they could sit there and eat four of them. Where do you even get... Where can you even casually eat four lobster rolls? They're all like Not around 20 here. bucks. Are there places that have like all you can eat lobster rolls? I don't think so. No, it's too, it'd be too expensive. Yeah, that would be too expensive. Like, give us $1,000 and then it's all you can eat lobster. I yes, mean, a lobster roll is divine. Oh, they're so good. It's unbelievable. But yeah, you've never had the soft egg with lobster. I've never been to Bar La Grassi either. I love it. Um, I, I've always wanted to try that. Was that the, the ink pasta? The. Yeah, that's red wine spaghetti. That's what ink pasta is? Well, no, what's the red, it's the, you mean the red pasta? It's a, no, it's like black ink pasta. Oh, black ink. No, I don't know that. Oh, I, because once I, somebody's talked about that at Bar La Grassa, like they use like squid ink pasta. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they and I've never I, had it. I've never, and I thought to myself, that sounds crazy and people say it's good, but I now have this saved and I'm probably going to just order this exact thing if I ever go. See, there you go. There you got go. it all covered. It's all done. We have to take a break. My God, that first hour shot by. No question about it. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank, give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation. Consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. I'm here talking with my friends Michael Bilski and Brad Huckle of North American Banking Company. Guys, it seems like banking has changed quite a bit since you first opened your doors in 1998. Yes and no. In 98, we didn't have online and mobile banking like we do today. Many banking processes have also changed. One thing that hasn't changed is we still provide a true community bank experience right here in the Twin Cities. Our team takes the time to get to know our customers and their goals. This creates a relationship that is unique in banking today and one our customers appreciate. It's why we like to say, we provide a better banking experience. You're absolutely right, Brad. I've been a customer for a long time. The service your team provides is phenomenal. Thanks, Tommy. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. And one thing I do love about uh, being on YouTube, hmm. I can look at Chris and go, hey, way to dress up for the show. Janet Jackson. <laughs> Got her Janet Jackson t-shirt Yeah. <laughs> Did you just get out of bed? Is that the plan? No, that's actually, you don't realize this, Tom. You don't realize this at all. She's got her hair done and she's got makeup on. She actually is a very put together person. Was that 5 a.m. over there? Yeah. Like that is so put together, more put together than I've ever been on this show. I missed the whole so point. So thanks for the insult, that. Tom. Good morning to you. It was you, not too. an insult. It was, I was, it was my way of telling you you look very nice today, but, of course, everybody else had to give their spin on it. You're wrong. No, I'm just what saying. She does, makeup, nice shirt. she does makeup and hair so well. Nice shirt, I said. That it looks very natural and beautiful. No, I and I would say I that's agree. a compliment to her is that you Thank can you. tell. It's, it's a very no subtle. Makeup, makeup look. Yes. She does a great job at that. Thank you. And I'm, deli- I'm serving up Rhythm Nation. I, give me Rhythm a Nation. break. Oh, you going to start barking at Uncle Tommy now? Is that I'm the plan? I'm wearing workout clothes. You <laughs> hey, to see the outfit she's got I've on? got full-on tennis outfit because I'm playing after her. So. Oh, my God. There's nothing cuter than a tennis skirt. I know. It's the only reason I play. It's true. Are you good? I don't think so. No, I play no. uh, in an older league, so I'm like the youngest, and they always think I'm going to be good. But I would say I'm consistent in my rating. mediocrity. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got great serves. I and just assume that you, as tall as you are, would be really good at tennis. Well, even if I was good, I don't think I'd have an easy time saying I'm good. I'm good at this. That's all there is <laughs> to it. I have a good backhand. Nice, consistent. You need a nice. I'm telling the police you hit your husband. Huh? My back. <laughs> your back. You never heard of a backhand? You never heard of a, a parent saying to somebody, hey, "I'm a backhand like, your ass." Oh, there's my buddy, London. Oh, my goodness. London is all over the place this morning. London, what's up? What are you doing? She's just getting into everything this morning. Yeah, it's not not a bad thing at all. Yeah, she's adorable. Somebody last night, we we met with a bunch of advertisers last night and went on a boat trip down the Mississippi River, and your name came up several times. You have a lot of fans out there. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. You know, I... (laughs) <laughs> yes. No, I here I'll give you fifty bucks if you'll just No, they were just talking about the fact that your recommendations, like when you told me about righteous gemstones and you told me about what Fisk and you told us about a bunch of things. And every one of them been good. And they they all said the same thing. We they're kind of following along with your advice for me. They watch the shows and go, Yeah, these shows are really good. Good. I'm glad they're enjoying everything. It's good. They you got a lot of compliments from people, I will tell you that. Aww. Everybody in I the appreciate show that. That's no, true, though. But you know yeah. what you're talking. Hey, like I said, I I don't think. Well, Lioness, you, you're the one that told me about Lioness, and that show was phenomenal. The Special Forces Lioness. Jeez. How many episodes are you in now? A few. A few. I just love. This watching is good, it. though. I I feel like this is progress. We've we've like progressed from like watching four minutes of a series <laughs> to at least a few That's episodes true. in. So I do feel like my job is well done now. <laughs> it is indeed. No, but seriously, everybody did point out that when you recommend something, they just assume it's good because you hit it every time. Apparently, I'm tr- I'm trying. I'm trying to give guys something good to watch. You know, because it's going to be it's going to be a little bit lighter right now. But yeah, um, when yeah. when good things kind of pop on the screen, we'll definitely give it a shout out for sure. No doubt. Hey, look, with the way movies are now, and again, I'm still weeping that I don't go to the movie theater because I love going to the movie theaters, but I just can't sit through a three-hour movie, whether it's John Wick or and all these science fiction. And, uh, oh, God, I'm sick of that stuff. You know, over the weekend, I was with, I, I hang out, as I've said before, I hang out with a group of entertainment reporters, and we mm-hmm. were all talking about that, how even when it's your job to be in a movie theater for three, three and a half hours because you're covering something and you're going to be doing interviews. It is such a struggle to sit there through, you know, like three and a half hours. Um, And we're like, why isn't there uh, a built-in intermission? Because it's getting to the point. It's just not fun anymore. And it's not fun for when, even when it's your job to be like, I don't want to sit here for three and a half hours. I got work to do. I've got other things. Two hours feels good. You yep. know, and I don't yep. even know if the intermission would help, right? Because it feels like that's just going to elongate, in my mind, the problem. Like, I don't want to now have to 
buffer four hours because there's going to be an intermission. You know, well, they don't take long. an hour. I mean, okay, well, like three and and add, adding more time to it. To me, it's like I would have that feeling of like, let's just keep going. But what is 7-Up going to do if you get rid of them? Who's going to sing, go on up to the lobby, go on up to the lobby, go on up to the lobby. Get yourself a snack. Very good. Um, but the point is, the thing is we do there it is. Theater, though. We do have two acts, and in the middle, we have a 15 minute intermission, so you can go to the restroom. So it's not yeah. like we're not programmed for this. We yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to the theater, for sure. So, but you know, it's just one of those things. The theaters would rather um, just crank the movies out, get right. people in and out, yeah. add that extra show because it's going to generate more revenue, especially right. if it's a big hit. I understand that, but but even I, in- I honestly, it, we've got to cut back because giving these directors, they're like, yeah, really, you know, <laughs> these you know these directors cuts. Oh, sometimes it's exhausting. But even in plays, you get people that come back like sprinkled in slowly after which is so annoying and i could imagine that happening in movie theaters or people think they can pull their phones out now because of that i would think that that's the one problem you would have if you add an intermission it's going to be there's there's going to be an annoying element to people sprinkling back in yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, there's nothing worse when you're, like, watching a really fun musical number or something, and then the people in front of you, all you're looking at is their butts. And they're like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse I me. <laughs> I know. Yeah. How about sit down and shut up when she yelled that at them? Especially if I have the time. I love going to musicals, and I rarely can. And I'm always like, please don't. Ruin this for me. <laughs> and theater tickets are much more expensive, too, than movie oh, tickets, sure. too. So you deserve that peace and quiet. Otherwise, Patty Lupone will stop the show and yell at you. She's known for that. <laughs> uh, that woman's the worst. She is terrible. She's so New York. Ah, I can't stand it. Why can't we have, like, a voting system when you walk into a movie theater if there should be an intermission or not? If it's more than 50%, say, hey, listen, at the... Hour 27, Mark, we're all going to take a five-minute break so we can go to the bathroom. Then, hey, that's what we do. You can't. I mean, you can't. You have to know the time you're going to get out of there, or, like, roughly. Yeah. Because, like, you have to plan. If you have babysitters, just there's so many things like that, or you have dinner reservations. But there are apps out there that will tell you when is a good time to go to the bathroom during a movie. So they'll say, when this scene comes up, this is when you should go. Yeah. And either grab your snack or go to the restroom. I don't know. I like them both. Without breaks, with breaks. I remember there, there were intermissions when I was a kid. And I lo- kind of loved it because you got to yeah. get up and stretch your legs and go get some pretzels or something. Yeah. I when was it. like the last decade? Because I know the 1960s films, a lot of them had intermissions yeah. built in. Yeah. But did that end maybe in the 70s? I think early 70s. If mm-hmm. Maybe not 1969. It was a long time ago. Yeah, because I know, like, if you go and watch classic musicals, like, uh, like a Doctor, uh, well, Doctor Zhivago is not a musical, but I'm also thinking Funny Girl, um, Hello Dolly. They do have intermissions built in because yeah. I've seen them on yep. the big screen, and, and they're like intermission time. We can actually get very specific. Anybody want to take a guess at what year? What year that uh, intermissions end? Yep, I'm going sixty nine. Sixty nine. Okay. I'm gonna go seventy three. Okay, Kristen. I'll go. 70. You guys are all way off. Really? Gandhi in 1982 was the last major film to feature an intermission. Wow. And how long was the movie? Wow. Uh, it says that it kept viewers in seats for over three hours. It doesn't say how long the movie is, but it says with intermission it was over three hours. Oh, so that's not that bad, actually. Yeah. And now they keep us in our seats sometimes for 3.30, so. <sighs> yeah. They do. I can't do it. I just, I'm very serious. I cannot sit in the theater for three and a half hours. Well, you know what I get frustrated with? It, a lot of the action films have this. Like, I, as a viewer, can see where they could have cut 20 minutes of an mm-hmm. action sequence. Mm-hmm. And I'm like this. And I understand. They're like, we want to do the big budget explosions and show off all of the CGI that we have. But when I'm in my head thinking, okay, I could have shaved off 20 minutes right here in this action scene, I'm completely out of the film at that point. Yeah, I it's I love movies. Love going to the movie, the popcorn and the, the whole deal. Absolutely love it. Yeah. But get over it. And I blame it on Marlon Brando. There's no question about it. It's Marlon's fault. Marlon took over the remember, remember he he pissed off the director so much the director quit and Marlon Brando took over direction of the movie, turned in the copy. It was 10 hours long. What? <laughs> okay, Marlon. 
yeah. ten hour movie now we're talking. I, I think this happens a lot though, right? Like and I don't mean it, Kristen, in a bad way, but people in Hollywood think that they're they're they don't understand, they can't grasp what the real world is like. And so yeah. they think we're all oh, we'll watch all your whatever. They have no idea the amount it takes to get to a movie theater for some of us. Like that yeah, our world sure. does not revolve around movies. And so we were just talking about it this morning. We, we, Tom and I saw an article about Beverly Hills teenagers try to guess what the average salary is. Oh, uh, God. And it was, it was rough. <laughs> They're probably like 250000 oh, That was no. the yeah. low side of it. I missed it by what, $50,000? $50,000, yeah. So it was four, we saw 500000 Some guy was like, yeah, 500000 as that the average salary <laughs> for an American? Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, yeah, when you live in a bubble, and and you know, even Beverly Hills is its own bubble. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. we definitely live in. A, I live in a Los Angeles bubble, and it is. It's sometimes shocking. I, I think even like post pandemic, when I first started traveling again, I'm like, oh my gosh, everything is so different outside of Los Angeles, and it's you forget. Like we live with like. There's two industries here. There's either tourism or there's Hollywood when you live in Southern California. And you just think the world revolves around that. And a lot of the directors, like the director's cut, that's like an ego project. You know, it can be Mm -hmm. a passion project. But when you start getting into those, like the three and a half hour director's cut, that is an ego project. Yeah. Yeah, keep that part. I'll watch the other one. Everything will be. But although I will tell you that I did sit through Godfather, which was three hours and ten minutes long. I did sit. That one was so good. Even I could sit there the whole three hours. Have you watched it again? I've seen that movie so many times. I, was, I can't even tell you. That's impressive when you like a movie so much that that's long that you'll keep. We'll watch it many times. Because actually, it's a very truthful movie. It's yeah. written by Mario Puzo, first of all, who understood that whole culture and all the rest of it. Just looking at, the, you know, and plus if I'd grown up Catholic, all the Catholicism that enters into it as well was interesting to watch, you know. Uh, and so growing up in that culture, like, man, they're really paying a lot of attention to that whole deal. No, it, it just, well, plus the acting in it was spectacular. I think that that three-hour, you know, 10-minute film, that's rare because you had yes. Avatar recently. That was about 310 as well, and I couldn't make it all the way through. I was like, no. all right, bathroom break, I'm out. And I knew it was a long action sequence, so I'm like, I'm going to come back, and I actually haven't missed anything. No question. That's one thing I, I will tell you about a guy like Christopher Walken. I don't care how long his movies are because he changes his personality so many times in the same movie that I could just watch him forever. That's true. He, he goes I love from this him to that. Dance. Yes, it's just so weird. There's a place right now running a cowbell promo, which I think is very. That's we need hilarious. more cowbell. More cowbell. I just the love cowbell that. Bees. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I literally could watch him forever because he just. Do you think the average person realizes that he comes in and out of personalities the way he does? Probably not. Probably not. He's so fascinating to watch. He's he is. such a great character he actor is. that I think that you're completely mesmerized when he comes on yep. screen. He could read the side of a cereal box and you're going to watch the entire thing. I will. There's no question yeah. about it. Uh, and who is Craig Gass has that great story about him. Yes, doing the impersonation around him. Yeah. yeah. He had, somebody had, it was uh, Richard Belzer, who unfortunately is no longer with it. I loved Richard Belzer. He used to come in the studio every year. I loved being around that psychopath. Just a great guy. Did you ever talk to him? I did not, but oh. I feel like we've lost a lot of major comedians in the last five or six years. We had, oh, there's no doubt about that. The Louis Andersons of the world and, you know, Gilbert Gottfried and you had Saget and all the rest of them. It's just very, very difficult. And then he dies and it just, see, now I'm distracted by my own sorrow. Sorry about that. You know, Sorry. Wah, wah. <laughs> you and I have talked about this too. Another movie that showcases an actor's ability to be so versatile was Split um, with James McAvoy. The, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. one is, I could watch that probably 14 times. It's a good promo picture. Yeah, right? (laughs) But, like, that actor embodies those different personalities like I've never seen before. That is impressive. James McAvoy is underrated. He was, like, really hot for a minute, and I just thought he was going to have maybe a bigger career than he does. He does well, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I just feel like he's not in that, like, upper echelon that I think he deserves to be because he's got the chops for it. I think that's a great example of somebody, first off, he, he... 
balances that he's taking that X-Men role and he's playing, you know, Dr. Xavier. That's his. Yep. Yeah. And he does that to pay the bills and then he does these little side projects. But I really think that that Dr. Xavier, I mean, that's got to take most of his time up. So it doesn't feel like he gets to do a lot of other projects. That's been a lot of the complaints with actors who have been stuck in their Marvel contracts and things like that. It's prevented them from doing other movies that they really have a passion for. And while it's great, it's going to get you probably a second home and it's going to afford you a lifestyle that is incredible. But at the same time, you know, creatively, I think you get a little bit tapped out. I'm sure. Oh, you know what? I got I got a few emails. I will finish the story quickly. I'll go through it because I've told the story many times before, but Kristen's never heard it. So very quickly, uh, Craig Gass walks into a restaurant in New York and sitting at the table is Richard Belzer along with our buddy we were just talking about. And uh, so, of course, Richard waves him over because he does a brilliant impression. You know what I mean? Craig Gass does some of the best impressions I've ever heard. Yeah. So he's sitting there with uh, with uh, all three of them, and your pal, the one we were just talking about, yeah, walking, yeah, Christopher Walken, exactly, is sitting there, and Richard Belzer says, "Do your impression of Christopher Walken for Christopher Walken." I, it's, Richard, I mean Christopher, you aren't going to believe how good this is. So I guess Craig breaks into it, just nails it, according to Richard Belzer. Belzer told me he, it was just perfect. And Christopher Walken's staring at him the whole time he's doing it, and he finishes. And so Greg Gass just kind of puts his head down, and Christopher Walken goes, wow. (laughs) Wow. Isn't that funny? I mean, it was so, he said, Craig was like, I wanted to die. Yeah. And that guy has no shame, and he wanted to die. Wow. Crawl in a hole out of, like, total embarrassment. Did Jay Moore tell that story when he was here about meeting Walken, when Walken had walked up and was like, I like your cat. Was he? Did I he think tell, so. I, I think, think he told right. that story on I the air. So. I, I've, just, I've seen him do his, in, in his act a few times, but yeah, I, I imagine Christopher Walken <laughs> has seen so many people do Christopher Walken right? that he's just like, yeah. great, yeah. Right, I'm, o- I'm over it, bud. I bet you're right. You know what? I'm kind of sad because I couldn't finish that British uh, show that he's on. What the hell's the name? Out- Outlaws, I think it's called. Do you know that one? They're about a bunch yeah, of prisoners what? doing, doing. You know, they're they're in. I don't know if they're in the workhouse or whatever, but they have to do a lot of civic, like cleaning the streets and that kind of stuff. And Christopher Walken's one of the people in it. Mm. And then season two came along and the whole thing, and it's a British, I think it's a British show. I know it's somewhere in Western Europe, but they get so far into the politics and bitching about the, I couldn't watch it anymore. You know, they just got so involved and you're not giving people the everything they deserve. It's like, I'm, I tuned in to laugh, for Christ's sake. I don't need you preaching at me. You think we'll ever learn? You need to write into the, the writer's room and let them know. <laughs> I have to. Honestly, I am so sick of shoving your politics down my throat. It's like, shut up, for Christ's sake. It'd be funny, Right. You know where you don't get that, Tom? The Barbie movie. You should definitely watch yeah, it this weekend. Yeah, I should get over weekend. there. Get <laughs> over there and watch it. You just want to get that stir Barbie the pot. Movie going. Oh, he's in a good mood. <laughs> it's going to be one of the few billion-dollar movies this year. Yeah, it it's is. that and Sonic, so... Sonic. Oh, what a comparison. Sonic or Barbie, yeah. which is greater? I'm just saying, underserved market. When you hit it right, it oh, hits. Okay. I'm just right. saying, like, Sonic... Probably because there's not a lot of that aged movies. There's like younger or way older. Yeah. But like Sonic hit an age that need like they obviously. Did you ever hit streaming? It's about ninety nine percent that crap. I know. It's like Jesus. Could we have more cartoons? That'd be I know, great. There's right? a lot. I like and cartoons. Especially if you're on something like Disney Plus. Yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't even subscribe to it because to me, uh, Disney Plus is either. It's all Star Wars, or it is Disney animated. Yeah. And if I had a kid, yeah. I'm sure this would be great because it's yeah. ex- exactly what you want—the Disney library. But when it comes to like original, unique dramas and comedy, Disney Plus is not it for me. No, there's no question about that. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.